What's happening, guys? Welcome back. 10 Minutes of Modern here on a Sunday night, coming to you guys live from the freeway on the way home. Just worked over at uh, DirecTV Red Zone, doing the whole damn thing there. And thinking about magic now, I was just listening to this episode of uh, this week's episode of Top Level Podcast with Patrick Chapin and Mike Flores, one of my favorite podcasts. They got into a conversation on the podcast about Inferno Titan. And Inferno Titan, instead of Emrakul in the Through the Breach decks, the Jeskai decks, uh, Chapin was not a big fan. Flores was like, whatever, I think that card's sweet. There was a whole conversation about his Inferno Titan just in general, good enough for modern. And, um, well, it got me thinking about a couple different things. The first one I'm going to think about and talk about here is that this is Anchor. If you guys are hearing this in any medium that is not on the app, please do me a favor, download the app, anchor.fm. We're in the middle of giving away a bunch of foil modern staples. It's because we have listeners on the app. If we have listeners on the app, we get to keep doing fun stuff, booking some, you know, big time guests and giving away magic cards. So those are my things. But as far as the Titans go, the question here and what I'm going to talk about now and on this next little bit here on the station is, is there a place for all five Titans in modern? Uh, there's a ranking question, which I think is interesting, but I also think there's just a question of, is there a place for all five Titans in modern? So primeval Titan is far and away clearly where this conversation starts. Um, that's the one that inspires the whole conversation because it shows up as a four of in Titan shift decks and it's shown up over the years in various modern decks like amulet bloom and, and other decks as a four of it's a it's a modern staple there's no doubt about it it's been a modern staple even back to the very beginning of modern in the early days in the in the 12 post days it's just a unique magic card they were pushed the m11 titans were pushed so for those of you that don't realize the titans originally were all printed as a cycle of five and m11 they all had the same casting cost for their respective colors of color color four they all were six six and they each had about two abilities so primeval titan was trample and when it entered the battlefield or attacked, you could search your library for two land cards and put them on the battlefield tapped. This enables all kinds of fun shenanigans in multiple formats. This enables stuff like Dark Depths and Thespian Stage in more eternal formats. It enables you to get pieces of Tron. It enables you to get Bounce Lands. It enables you to get Scape Shift Lands like Valakut. All kinds of crazy nonsense. Primeval Titan is far and away the most powerful of the Titans because interacting with lands is such a hard thing to do. So. There's no question that Primeval Titan has a place in Modern. It's had a place in Modern for a very long time, and it will continue to have a place in Modern. The next question is, does Primeval Titan have a place? Sorry, that is Primeval Titan. I meant to say, does Inferno Titan have a place? Inferno Titan is the card suggested by Flores. It's the Red Titan. It's Red Red 4. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, it deals three damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or players. It also has fire breathing of uh, one red plus one plus oh until end of turn. Every one of the titans was supposed to combat the notion that six drops were unplayable in constructed formats. They wanted all of these creatures to have an effect good enough when you played them for six that you felt like even if the card was count, even if the card was destroyed, you would still get something. So in Primeval Titan's case, you'd search for two lands. In, in uh, Inferno Titan's case, you would be able to have an arc lightning and divide it among the creatures and, and players you'd need. Uh, they were all supposed to do something good. I think it's pretty clear that over the years, the two that have seen the most play in modern are Primeval and Inferno. Um, and I think it's because that in a vacuum, Inferno Titan represents power to damage repeatedly in a way that not a whole lot of cards do. Because you're not only getting a 6-6 six, six for 6, which is perfectly fine rate, you're getting it, like I said, 
with a spell that's supposed to cost three mana attached to the front of it, right? And on top of it, a repeatable spell that costs three mana every time you attack. So that's the green and that's the red. Now the question remains, is there a place for Sun Titan, Grave Titan, and Frost Titan in Modern? And I'm going to address each of those three in the upcoming episode of Anchor, 10 Minutes of Modern, coming up in just a second. First two I just talked about. Uh, Download the app, guys. Find the station, 10 Minutes of Modern, if you want to find the other two episodes. If you're listening right now, you'll hear them come up right now. As always, please... Favorite the station if you like what you're hearing. Find me on Twitter at Ben Bateman Media and listen to the podcast, The Masters of Modern, on Collected.company every single week. Thanks, guys. Have a good Sunday. Coming up next, we've got the blue, the black, and the white titans. All right, guys. Welcome back. 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor, the official anchor station of The Masters of Modern podcast. Coming back at you right now with parts three, four, and five of the discussion Are all five M11 Titans welcome in Modern? We've covered extensively the fact that Primeval Titan is the premier Titan. It searches for lands. It's used in premier tier one decks. We've covered that Inferno Titan through the years has seen probably the most play as a utility damage spell because it's great for repeatable damage. It has a big body and red. Now the question is Inferno Titan, Grave Titan, and Sun Titan. Do they all have a place? Let's talk about what each one does. First of all, Grave Titan. It is black, black four for a six, six with death touch. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, put two, 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 black, I believe, zombies onto the battlefield. It could be skeletons, but I think it's zombies. The white one, Sun Titan. One, one, uh, white, white, four for a six, six, vigilance. Whenever it attacks or enters the battlefield, you may put a permanent with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard onto the battlefield. And finally, we have the last Titan, which is Frost Titan. Blue, blue, four. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, tap target permanent and opponent controls. That permanent does not untap during that opponent's untap step. And finally, whenever it is targeted by a spell or an ability an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless that opponent pays two. So each of these cards has its own use. With the, I, I think to extend outside of the actual in a vacuum power level, which is it's the easiest way to judge each of these cards, it's to ask yourself the question of, is there a deck that any one of these wants in modern that can't do this for cheaper? So let's start with Grave Titan. There's not a card in modern that is played in black that costs six, that gets you 10 power and then repeatedly continues to generate advantage. Um, in the decks that would play an effect like this that are black, you're usually looking at four drops that aren't black. So cards like Huntmaster of the Fells or Kalidus, Chandra, I would say, you know, Siege Rhino. Those are the kind of cards that see modern play that feel like they have the the big, grindy effect. Um, I have seen Th- uh, Thunder My Hellkite see play in modern, but six mana for this ability, when if you play it, your opponent can just wrath the board the next turn and you don't really get anything out of it. Not necessarily what you want to be doing, um, I don't think. So I, I don't think Grave Titan really has a as a real place. Um, I, I think it's a great card. I think it's very powerful. And if it does, in fact, generate zombies. Oh, wait, I just checked. It generates zombies. It's pretty goddamn good. Um, I mean, I could see playing this as the top end than a zombie deck. Because if you're playing a bunch of zombie lords and things that make your zombies great, then this is just a six drop that's probably going to get you the six, six plus, like, if it's in a zombie deck, like, you could easily find yourself getting extra 10 power off of the tutus so like 
this seems like it could be completely insane. Um, but again, it doesn't interact with the board aside from just making creatures. So maybe a one or two over the top of a zombie deck. That could be cool. Secondly, Frost Titan. Frost Titan is probably the least playable in modern of all of them. Blue decks that want a big six drop finisher don't really want this finisher. Um, it's totally good, but it's not like beat you over the head powerful. It's like just on the edge of where you'd want it to be without actually finding that it needs to replace something like, let's just say, a Torrential Gear Hulk, or let's pretend that it was going to be like a, even like a Pearl Lake Ancient or something like that that doesn't even really see modern play. That feels like the kind of thing. This just feels like at the point that you're casting it for six, the interaction you're getting with your opponent's battlefield is not strong enough that you would really justify playing it. So I think this is probably, this one feels almost unplayable in modern for six. Now, Sun Titan, for me, is probably the most playable of these back three because it has the most unique ability. Sun Titan is very powerful. It's, it interacts nicely with a lot of things, like everything from fetch lands to creatures that sacrifice for an ability. Um, there's a lot of utility in this card. There is a Sun Titan, Sun Titan, Sahili Ray combo that makes infinite Sun Titans. There's a lot of things you can do with Sun Titan. Uh, a lot of blink decks. It just creates a situation on the battlefield that very few other cards if any other cards create so i think sun titan for me is the best one of these back three the ultimate ranking for me would probably go something like primeval titan sun titan inferno titan grave titan frost titan um, that would be my final ranking so thanks for listening guys it is 10 minutes of modern here on anchor i appreciate you guys always supporting the station favorite if you like what you hear and let's keep talking magic every single day